Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes. But let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Tonight, we're following a number of developing stories as we come on the air. Ukraine braces for an all-out assault from the Russians. And back here at home, the concern tonight about a COVID surge and wild weather on the way. Russia's eight-mile-long convoy as Putin appoints a new general known as the Butcher of Syria to oversee the next phase of the war. And atrocities in Ukraine. The mayor of Mariupol says up to 20,000 civilians have been killed. Plus, the 60 Minutes interview with President Zelensky, what he's willing to negotiate with Putin. Bringing back the masks. Tonight, the major American city reimposing mask mandates as the BA2 variant takes hold in the U.S. I am concerned that BA2 could drive another surge in hospitalizations. Plus, the empty streets of Shanghai, except for robot dogs in China's latest COVID lockdown. Severe weather outbreak, the fourth straight week of tornado threats, plus the blizzard warning in April. We're tracking the storms. Ghost guns crack down. What President Biden is doing to take untraceable guns off the streets. Sticker shock. It's no yoke as egg prices surge ahead of Easter. Imagine all the And imagine a son performs his father's song of peace for the people of Ukraine. This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell. Reporting tonight from New York. 
Good evening and thank you for joining us as we start a new week together. Tonight, Ukrainian officials are warning residents in the eastern part of the country to flee ahead of an expected major assault by tens of thousands of Russian troops. The Pentagon is seeing an early indication that Russian troops are trying to resupply after pulling out of the north. New video shows a convoy of reinforcements heading toward the Donbass region from inside Russia. And as a reminder that women and children bear the brunt of war, we learned today from UNICEF that nearly two-thirds of Ukraine's kids have been displaced, and the situation is only getting worse. In the besieged port city of Mariupol, residents have gone weeks without running water, electricity, food, and medical supplies. We have a lot of news to get to tonight, and CBS's Nancy Cordes is going to start us off from the White House. Good evening, Nancy. Good evening, Nora. There are several troubling new signs that Russia is marshalling its forces for an all-out assault on eastern Ukraine. Even Austria's chancellor, who managed to sit down today with Russian President Vladimir Putin, came away saying he's pessimistic about what comes next. In eastern Ukraine, it's a race against time to dig trenches and evacuate civilians as the Russian war machine pivots. Shelling intensified in the east overnight as new satellite images showed an eight-mile convoy of Russian trucks and armored vehicles moving through the east toward the Donbass region, home to a large population of Russian separatists. We believe that these are, these are the early stages of uh, a reinforcement effort by the Russians in the Donbass. The latest evidence of a shift in strategy after Russian forces failed to take the capital city of Kyiv. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky pleaded with South Korea's parliament today to give him weapons he can use to fend off the Russians in Donbass and in southern Ukraine. Where the mayor of the port city of Mariupol today estimated that as many as 20,000 residents have been killed in the ongoing siege. And the horror there isn't over, with the Russian military releasing video of missiles being fired from ships in the Black Sea. On 60 Minutes, Scott Pelley met President Zelensky in the darkened hallways of his command center and asked about a possible endgame. Are you willing to give up any part of Ukraine for peace? Overall, we're not ready to give away our country. I think we've already given up a lot of lives, so we need to stand firm for as long as we can. But this is life. Different things happen. It's negotiable? Well, this issue would definitely be raised in the course of negotiations. But right now, the Russians aren't negotiating, they're digging in, tapping a new commander to turn the invasion around. He's a veteran of the Russian offensive in Syria, where his tendency to target civilian facilities like hospitals earned him the nickname, the Butcher of Syria. The situation in Ukraine is very worrying. India's Prime Minister Narendra Modi met virtually today with President Biden, both of them condemning the killing of innocent Ukrainians. Including a tragic shelling on a train station last week that killed dozens of innocent children and women and uh, civilians attempting to flee the violence. And the death toll from that train station attack stands at 57, with the Russian story about it changing. Initially, Russia's defense ministry said that it bombed the train station because weapons were being hidden there. But once faced with evidence of clear civilian casualties, the defense ministry now says that it had nothing to do with it at all.
Nora. Nancy Cordes at the White House for us. Thank you. The atrocities in Ukraine have shocked the world as more alleged war crimes are revealed every day. Meanwhile, many women in Ukraine are living under a constant threat, and there's growing evidence of sexual violence. CBS's Holly Williams spoke to an elderly woman who bravely described her horrendous experience. Vera is 83 years old, a retired schoolteacher, who told us when her village was occupied by Russian forces last month, she was raped. He grabbed me by the back of the neck, she said. I started to choke. I couldn't breathe. I told the one who raped me, I'm old enough to be your mother. Would you let this happen to your mother, Vera told us. He made me shut up. She said her disabled husband was in the house when she was attacked, and she was also beaten. When he finished, he grabbed a bottle of vodka, she told us. I asked if I could put my clothes back on. He barked no. She said when he left, he fired his assault rifle in the air three times outside. The Ukrainian military took us to Vera's village because they'd heard reports of sexual assault by Russian forces. We were told others were also raped there, including a 16-year-old girl. We cannot independently verify any of the allegations, but Vera's story was detailed, compelling and heartbreaking. She's also reported it to the Ukrainian police, she told us, who took sheets away for testing. I wish he'd killed me instead of what he did, Vera said. She told us she believes her attacker was from Ukraine's Far East, a region controlled by Russian-backed separatists, where men have reportedly been conscripted to fight for Russia. Everything hurts, Vera told us. I'm in a state where I'm neither dead nor alive. Before I felt joy with the spring, now I don't feel anything. I have nothing. And Holly Williams joins us now from central Ukraine. Holly, it is just sickening to hear what happened to Vera. How are the Ukrainians collecting evidence of war crimes? Well, Nora, we know that Ukrainian war crimes investigators have been visiting towns and villages that were occupied by Russian forces and documenting dead bodies and alleged atrocities. And there have reportedly been multiple allegations of rape. But war crimes are notoriously difficult to prosecute. Holly Williams, thank you for your reporting. Back here at home, the fight against the pandemic is far from over. New cases of COVID-19 are once again on the rise now that the Omicron subvariant BA2 is the dominant strain. We get more from CBS's Meg Oliver. Trying to beat back a possible new COVID surge, Philadelphia announced it will bring back indoor mask requirements in public spaces effective a week from today. I wish this pandemic was over just as much as any of you but I am very worried about our vulnerable neighbors and loved ones. Spring has sprung with a bounce in BA2, now accounting for more than 72% of new COVID cases, up nearly 10% from a week ago. For now, hospitalizations and deaths are on the decline. I am concerned that BA2 could drive another surge in hospitalizations in parts of the country where vaccination rates are still low, especially among the elderly. <laughs> Just 70% of the eligible population is fully vaccinated, though top health officials encourage boosters. A preliminary CDC report finds that their effectiveness is about 60% after three months. The question now has come up in the last couple of weeks. What about that second booster? Um, very good evidence from Israel that people over 60 should get a booster. I think that part's pretty clear. 
especially since some studies say BA2 is more contagious than Omicron, with people like New York City Mayor Eric Adams already isolating after testing positive for coronavirus. Some health experts say now is the time to act. Starting today, students at Columbia University in New York City were required to start wearing masks again in class. Despite rising cases of BA2 here in New York City, a new CBS News poll shows COVID doesn't even rank among the top five most pressing issues for Americans. They're more concerned about the economy and inflation. Nora. Meg Oliver, thanks. Well, China's largest city remains under a strict COVID lockdown tonight, affecting more than 26 million residents, with most being forced to remain indoors. Here's CBS's Elizabeth Palmer. No one dreamed they'd ever see this. Shanghai, China's cosmopolitan dynamo, empty and silent. At night, between the high-rises, a drone tells people to follow COVID rules and, bizarrely, not to sing on their balconies. During the day, there's a frantic push by the government to get food to millions shut into their homes. But it hasn't reached everyone. And social media showed protests in some neighborhoods. In this one, the crowd shouts, we are starving. While last week, a man was filmed venting his fury on the phone. What am I supposed to buy, he shouts. What do I eat? You're driving us to our deaths. Construction crews have converted Shanghai's convention center into a vast isolation ward for 50,000 beds. Anyone who tests positive has no choice. As one patient posted on TikTok, I had to board this special bus and then check in to a facility filled with bunks and staff in hazmat suits. There's been economic fallout from this gigantic lockdown too. Trucks aren't moving and the volume of goods leaving Shanghai by ship is down more than 25% in a month. That's going to push up prices everywhere, including in the U.S., and add to the pressure on the world's already fraying supply lines. Nora? Elizabeth Palmer, thank you. Well, with Easter less than a week away, you may have noticed that the price of eggs has been skyrocketing. Costs are being driven up by several factors, including an outbreak of bird flu that has forced farmers to kill more than 20 million chickens. We get more on this from CBS's Omar Villafranca. Sam Miller has more than 8,000 hungry mouths to feed every day at Cedar Ridge Egg Farm in Northeast Texas. The rising cost of the corn and wheat feed is forcing Miller to raise his egg prices. His feed bill for his growing business is up nearly $7,000 a month. I don't jack my price up. I make a little bit. I don't make a lot off my egg. The war in Ukraine, a major grain producer, and drought conditions in the U.S. have pushed wheat and corn prices up significantly. That has driven up the price of eggs by 56%. Last year, the national average for a dozen large white eggs was $1.60. Now, it's up to $2.50. Your morning breakfast price is going up all the way from the eggs, but to the bacon and the toast and everything else. Livestock economist David Anderson says the worst avian flu outbreak in seven years has killed more than 20 million birds in 24 states and has chipped away at the egg supply and pushed prices up. It takes time to adjust to higher prices and higher costs. You don't just snap your fingers and get more production. Higher fuel prices are also hammering Miller. 
The cost of Philippa's delivery truck almost doubled, and he's doing everything he can to avoid raising his egg prices again. Oh, there's going to come a point in time where I have to do something or I'm not going to be here. Higher grain prices aren't just affecting eggs. The price per pound of bacon, ground beef, whole chickens, they are all up compared to last year, and experts say those prices could get even higher. Nora? Really interesting reporting. Omar Villafranca, thank you so much. Well, President Biden today announced a crackdown on unlicensed kits to make so-called ghost guns. These are the guns that can be quickly assembled at home or with a 3D printer. They have no serial numbers, making them difficult to trace. Well, the Biden administration will require that they be classified the same as other guns made and sold in the U.S. Ghost guns have been used in a growing number of high-profile crimes, including the fatal shooting in New York City just last week of a 16-year-old girl on her way home from school. The president today also introduced former U.S. Attorney Steve Dettelbach as his nominee to lead the ATF. Let's turn now to the weather with a spring storm bringing historic snowfall for April in Portland, Oregon, and blizzard warnings in the Dakotas. That same system is expected to trigger severe thunderstorms and possible tornadoes in the plains and the south. So let's get the forecast. So let's bring in meteorologist Mike Bettis from our partners at the Weather Channel. Good evening, Mike. And good evening, Noor. Yes, anticipated multi-day severe weather outbreak across the Midwest and the South. As you can see behind us here, what Little Rock could look like later on this evening. More intense storms across the Mid-South, especially from Arkansas all the way up into the Ohio River Valley here. Place like Little Rock and Memphis through the evening and overnight. Get the thunderstorms. Those storms weaken overnight, but guess what? Like clockwork, they return again tomorrow. More storms from Texas all the way up in, say, Iowa, where thunderstorms and tornadoes are possible here, not to mention an increased threat for hail as well. Large hail from Omaha all the way back down toward Austin. Two-inch diameter hail is possible. If that weren't enough, Nor, come Wednesday, more thunderstorms return from Shreveport to Chicago. Mike Bettis, thanks so much. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. A large UPS warehouse was damaged by an explosion and two alarm fire today outside Los Angeles. About 70 firefighters got it under control. Several trucks were damaged. Luckily, no one was hurt. Now this, an investigation is underway in Florida tonight into the tragic death of NFL quarterback Dwayne Haskins. The 24-year-old was hit by a dump truck and killed while walking on a highway outside the Fort Lauderdale Hollywood International Airport. Haskins, a star player at Ohio State, played two seasons in Washington before joining the Pittsburgh Steelers last season. Steelers head coach Mike Tomlin said he was truly heartbroken and called Haskins a great teammate, but even more so a tremendous friend to so many. 
All right, tonight, the number one golfer in the world is celebrating his victory at the Masters. 25-year-old Scotty Scheffler won the coveted green jacket on Sunday, along with a record $2.7 million payout. Tiger Woods finished 47th, but says all the work to make his comeback was absolutely worth it, and he is planning to play in the British Open this summer. John Lennon's Imagine is one of the most beloved songs of all times. The song that Lennon described as an ad campaign for peace has been covered by more than 200 artists, including Stevie Wonder, Elton John, and Lady Gaga. Well, a new performance of the song is making headlines for its personal connection to the original. Here's CBS's Jonathan Vigliotti. Imagine all the people. In 1971, during the Vietnam War, John Lennon imagined a world united. You may say I'm a dreamer, but I'm not the only one. His lyrics have grown up through times of war and peace. Imagine there's no countries. It isn't hard to do. Julian Lennon, who was just eight when the song was released, sang his father's anthem for the first time to support the Stand Up For Ukraine concert, which brought in $10 billion in pledges this weekend. Online, Julian wrote, I felt compelled to respond in the most significant way I could. His father's lyrics have brought light during darkness. After 9-11, Nothing to kill or die for And following terror attacks in Paris. Julian Lennon echoes his father's call for world peace that 50 years later, we're still imagining. And the world will live as one. Jonathan Bigliotti, CBS News. And praying for peace in Ukraine. On tomorrow's CBS Evening News, the government's new report on inflation rising at its fastest rate in more than 40 years, how Americans are coping with the rising cost of gas and groceries. And just a reminder, if you can't watch us live, you can set that DVR and watch us later. That is tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell in New York. Good night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.